Welcome to the Forgiven Ones for All podcast. My name is Shannon Lee, and I'll be your host today. Well, this is episode two of season two. Thanks for joining with me today. We're studying the book of Romans, and we're in chapter one. Last week, we looked at the first couple of verses. This week, we're going to start in verse three. I'm going to read from the NASB Bible version. And it says in verse 3, concerning his son, who was born of a descendant of David according to the flesh, who was declared the son of God with power by the resurrection from the dead, according to the spirit of holiness, Jesus Christ our Lord. Here we see Paul outlines a mystery that man does not fully understand. He declares, that Jesus is fully man. He he says that the scriptures pointed to Jesus. He was born from David. He He was a man. He wasn't a ghost. He wasn't a spirit, but he had a body. He was flesh. He descended from David. And then Paul says that he was fully God. He says that he was the son of God with power by the resurrection and according to the spirit of holiness, Jesus Christ, our Lord. This word Lord is the word Kyrios, which is the Greek translation or equal to Jehovah in the Old Testament. So Paul is not mincing words here. And he is declaring that Jesus is equal to and a son of Jehovah. So here we see that Jesus is fully God and fully man. So let's continue to read Romans, uh, starting in verse 5. It says, Through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for his name's sake, among whom you also are the called of Jesus Christ. To all who are beloved of God in Rome, called as saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So what I want to look at here is he uses the term called. And what's interesting about this word is He uses it a couple of times. He even uses it in verse 1 where he says he was called an apostle. And here he says that we are called. And this word called, it means to be invited, to be welcomed. It's used, its proper use was when you wanted to invite somebody to a banquet. When you wanted to invite them to a, a feast, you would Use the same word to invite them to that banquet. This is the same word that Paul used when he said he was called. See, we are invited. Salvation is not just a get out of a, a fire free card. Salvation is not a dodge the wrath of God card. Salvation is an invitation to a banquet now, today. We are invited to this banquet because of what Christ has done, because we are saved and sanctified, because that work was finished. 
The next time this word called is used, he says that we are called as saints. We are welcomed. We are invited as saints. We are called saints. So not only has God invited us to this banquet or welcomed us to this banquet, he's welcomed us and called us and invited us as saints. One of the problems in the church today, in Christianity today, is this is not how Christians view themselves. We call ourselves all sorts of bad names. Names that Christ never called us. Christ has welcomed us as saints. Your Christianity, your walk with God, will revolutionize when you begin to understand this. Stop calling yourself a sinner. Stop calling yourself uh, worthless. Call yourself what Christ calls you, a saint, a brother. A friend, we are called, we are welcomed as saints because of grace. Because of verse 5, it says that we've received grace. Verse 6, we are the called of Jesus. Verse 7, we are beloved of God and we are called saints. It says grace to you and peace. See, we should have peace because of grace. We shouldn't live in condemnation. We shouldn't call ourselves names that God doesn't call us. We have received grace. See, when we see this word grace used in Scripture, we need to take notice of it. We do not need to take grace for granted. Grace is not an added benefit of the cross. It is the main point. This is what salvation was all about. It's not about us. It's not about us going through steps and getting cleaner. It's about Christ doing it one time on the cross. We have received grace because of how good the Father is. Moving on to verse 11, I want to look at something. It says, the longer this waiting goes on, the deeper the ache. So I want to be there to deliver God's gift in person and to watch you grow stronger right before my eyes. And then in verse 12, he says, but do not think I am not expecting to get something out of this too. You have so much to give me as I do you. And that was from the message version. See here, Paul expects to receive as he gives the gospel. That's what the good news is all about. That's what the church is all about. It's not just a one-sided lecture where we, where we come and sit down and listen to a lecture, but it is a sharing of faith. Unfortunately, modern-day Christianity has become an event that we experience instead of a person that we fellowship with. See, many go to church and sing the songs and listen to the sermon and leave without personal interactions. This is not the church. This is not what Paul meant for the church to be, what Peter and Paul and Jesus, when they started the church, this is not what it's meant to be. This is why so many pastors are frustrated today. They are stuck leading an extra-biblical group, not a church. They know something is wrong 
but they do not know how to fix it. See, pastors are stuck in this one-sided teaching cycle, and they never receive strengthening themselves. This is why pastors are getting burnt out. See, the church was never meant to be one-sided, but a sharing, a giving, and a receiving. This is what the New Testament church was. They joined together daily and enjoyed each other. They strengthened each other's faith. This is what Christianity is about. It's about, number one, knowing who your father is, knowing that he's good, and knowing that you are forgiven and that you are sanctified, and then sharing that with each other. That really, that's Christianity in a nutshell. We could stop right here. That's all the theology you need. That's all the New Testament church had. That God is good. Jesus is Lord. You are forgiven and sanctified, and that you love your brothers and sisters as God loved you. That's Christianity. I hope this helped you today. I enjoyed speaking to you. We do have a website, ForgivenOnceForAll.com. You can go and check it out. And I've added resources there that might help you in, in this walk and understanding God's grace and His love. There's, there's many videos. There's many books. I encourage you to check it out. Well, that's all we have for this week. And as always, God is madly in love with you. Until next time. Music